How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Hasta cuándo, Señor, me seguirás olvidando? Hasta cuándo esconderás de mí tu rostro? Hasta cuándo he de estar angustiado y he de sufrir cada día en mi corazón? Hasta cuándo el enemigo me seguirá dominando? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Señor y Dios mío, mírame y respóndeme. Ilumina mis ojos. Así no caeré en el sueño de la muerte. Así no dirá mi, mi enemigo, lo he vencido. Así mi adversario no se alegrará de mi caída. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Pero yo confío en tu gran amor. Mi corazón se alegra en tu salvación. Canto salmo al Señor. El Señor ha sido bueno conmigo. Pray with me, please. Oren conmigo. Lord Jesus, I, I pray for your spirit, Lord, to, to join us here today, Lord. Este, Señor Jesús, te pido que tu espíritu nos encuentre aquí. Lord, I, I pray, Lord, that you would teach us to lament, Lord, as the Psalms are meant to teach us how to feel. Que nos enseñe, Señor, a, a lamentar y por medio de los Salmos vemos este, que muestran esta expresión. Lord, but also I pray that that lamenting would move for, to, from, from lamenting to prayer to, to worshiping and trusting you, Lord. Pero que el lamento nos llevara del lamento a, a la oración y de la oración a confiar en ti. As we're reminded of the, the truth of your steadfast love. Que nos, eh, nos acuerda, Señor, de tu amor firme. May we know your steadfast, the steadfast love of our Heavenly Father. Que conozcamos este, el amor firme de nuestro Padre Celestial. Lord, Father, you have dealt bountifully with us. Señor, tú has tratado abundantemente este, con nosotros. In Jesus' name we pray. En nombre de Jesús. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Pueden tomar asiento. So today we get to do a psalm of lament. Ahora vamos a estudiar un salmo. Great, right? On Father's Day, after all that celebration, we get to lament. But a, a lament is passionate grief or sorrow. It's mourning, it's weeping, it's moaning. And uh, it, so it, it's feeling this deep, Emotion. Es una emoción profunda. And I just got to admit, I, uh, I hate feeling emotion, especially sadness. And, and many of you might relate with that. Especialmente yo, no me gusta sentir esta emoción, esta tristeza. Tal vez usted. I had a difficult child growing, a childhood growing up, and, and uh, I, I learned to kind of suppress my emotions to survive. Este, yo tuve una niñez difícil y aprendí a suprimir esas emociones. And so much of my adult life I've been learning to feel emotion. Y ahora como adulto he aprendido a cómo este, tra tratar con mis emociones. And, I mean, I cannot cry for, for nothing. It, it's so difficult for me to cry. The only thing that can move me is I watched Dances with Wolves the other day and I actually cried at the end of that. <laughs> que es muy difícil para que yo pueda llorar lo único que me hizo llorar el día, eh, la semana pasada era cuando estaba mirando la película Dances with Wolves. 
So if you haven't seen it, man, it's a it's a powerful movie. Si no la han visto, es muy este emotiva la película. Or the notebook. The notebook gets me every time. O este the notebook. But uh, so I struggle to feel emotion. I, I I think most of the emotions I can understand is angry, hungry, and tired most of the time. That's all I get. Sí, las emociones con las cuales yo trato son este el hambre, el enojo. And I think that's why God's given me all these girls around me, right? I got four four girls and my wife in my house. Este, por eso me ha dado este varias mujeres en mi vida, mi esposa y mis hijas. And they start crying, and I'm freaking out. I'm trying to fix it and tell them truth so they won't cry anymore, so they won't feel emotion. Cuando comienzan a llorar, yo trato de solucionar el problema que que no lloren. And and so what we see with the Psalms of lament that it's okay to feel emotion. It's okay to cry and it's actually healthy to cry and feel emotion. Viendo este salmo, este vemos que está bien, es natural lamentar. Eh, aún es saludable reconocer que tenemos ese sentimiento. So one of the ways I'll uh, avoid kind of lament and feeling pain and, and, and is is I go straight to truth. I will go straight to all right, God's sovereign, he's in control and I'll confess these truths to skip over the lament part. Una manera en la cual yo evito este sentir esto es que voy directamente a la verdad, la verdad de, de las escrituras, para no sentir esa esa emoción. And so this this psalm today is showing me no, no, I need to feel the pain. No, and, este, and I need that that pain to move me towards prayer. No, este salmo me está enseñando no, tienes que sentir esto, pero que tu, me debería de llevar a la oración. Right, there's actually like a a healthy process to deal with the pain and the suffering and the brokenness of this world. Hay un proceso este saludable para tratar con cuando uno está de luto, está triste o lamenta. Right, so everyone's got different strategies. Some people go to alcohol or drugs to avoid pain. Some people go to entertainment. Probably most people go to entertainment, you know, it's, life's hard, it's difficult, so I'm just going to go watch TV and forget about it. La gente escapa el dolor eh, por varias maneras. Una es este tal vez por el alcohol, drogas, all entretenimiento. All right, so this is this psalm showing us how do we deal with healthy pain, uh, pain and suffering and difficulty. Este salmo nos enseña cómo tratar con el lamento, la tristeza. And we're going to see how God moves and shapes our emotions and our thinking in the middle of all that. Y cómo Dios nos moldea por medio de, de lamentar. So we're going to see three things: questioning God, crying out to God, trusting God. Vamos a ver tres cosas. La primera es cuestionar a Dios. La segunda es clamar a Dios. Y la tercera es confiar en Dios. All right. So the first part we see, in, in starting in verse 1 and 2, we see uh, the psalmist here questioning God. Aquí vemos en el, el Salmo 13, versículos 1 al 2, que el salmista cuestiona o hace preguntas a Dios. He begins asking this, this question, you know, how long, and it's repeated Four times, you'll notice there. El salmista dice, ¿hasta cuándo, Señor? Aún lo repite cuatro veces. Right, and so the psalmist, when he writes here, he's not necessarily asking for a, a question, but he's expressing deep sorrow and inability to, to handle the pain. Que, eh, David no está pidiendo por, por datos, información, como hasta cuándo, la duración de este dolor, sino está expresando su lamento. So he's not de declaring necessarily true necessarily truth about God, but declaring how he feels. No está declarando en sí una verdad acerca de Dios, sino está declarando cómo se siente. So he feels like 
like God's forgotten him or God's hiding his face from him. Se siente como que Dios lo ha abandonado o este lo ha dejado solo. He feels like God has forgotten his promises. Se siente como que Dios se ha olvidado de su promesa. Right? He's got he's feeling this extreme sorrow all day long, right? He's he's weeping, he's mourning. Siente esta gran pena, este tiene llanto todo el día. And his enemies, he says, is being exalted over him. Y que sus enemigos siente que son exaltados sobre él. So the, the author of this psalm is, is King David. And, and, and the, the way he writes hints at the possibility that this is when David was running for his life. Este, el escritor de este salmo es David. Y probablemente, leyendo este salmo, tal vez esto fue, él escribió este salmo cuando... David estaba huyendo del rey Saúl. Right, while King Saul was the king over Israel, God appoints King David to be his successor. Que durante este tiempo, eh, Saúl era el rey de Israel, pero Dios había prometido a David que él iba a ser el sucesor de Saúl. The Lord wanted a, a king that was after his own heart, not a, a rebellious guy like King Saul. Que Dios quería un hombre que andaba conforme al corazón de Dios y no era como Saúl. And so Saul uh, goes through great, great lengths to try to kill David because, right, he wants to protect uh, his heir, his, the throne for his family, not it passed off to David. Que Saúl tomó grandes medidas para impedir esto porque él quería que uno de sus propios hijos fuera el heredero del trono. Right, so, so imagine David, right, he's, he's just a, a, a normal dude. He's running from the king and all his army, and he, he's, he's hiding, he's tired, he's scared. Que David era un hombre común y corriente, y estaba huyendo de Saúl, tenía hambre, este, se sentía solo. All right, he's hungry, he's exhausted to the point of, of death. Que es, tiene hambre, está exhausto hasta el punto de la muerte. And so in this song, he's, he's longing for God's presence and, and love and provision. Que en este salmo, eh, eh, David muestra... Está mostrando su anhelo para Dios, su provisión. Right, he's wondering if God will preserve his life and, and keep his promises, because these are great promises. Que David está cuestionando si le va a conservar la vida a Dios. Right, he's wondering if, if this sorrow and anguish will end, if he's going to be defeated by his enemy. Se pone a pensar si va a ser derrotado por sus enemigos o va a sentir este lamento todo el día o, o right. si va a terminar. And so you can understand why he begins questioning God because God's given him all these amazing promises and and looks like he's about to die. Aquí vemos que David había recibido unas promesas maravillosas, pero no las había experimentado todavía. Está pasando por este momento difícil. Have you ever been in a difficult situation or circumstance in your life where you where you begin to question God? Han estado ustedes en una en alguna circunstancia difícil donde han cuestionado a Dios. Right where you say God, where are you? Do you care? Dios, ¿dónde estás? ¿Te importo? Right, do you love me or or are you even real? ¿Me amas? ¿Aún eres real? I remember uh, uh when, back in around uh, 2008 I was working for for Young Life. Me acuerdo que en el 2008 yo trabajaba para la organización Young Life. I had just gotten married the year before and Ruthie was now pregnant. Era este recién casado, me había casado con uh, Ruthie. And uh, at the same time, 2008, you'll remember the economy totally just tanked. And so fundraising was very difficult. 
Entonces, durante ese tiempo Ruthie estaba embarazada y este, la, la economía estaba muy, muy mal. So Ruthie was no longer going to be able to work. My pay was now being reduced because I wasn't raising the money. And I had a, a $1,350 interest-only mortgage. Este, que mi sueldo había este, re, sido reducido y ta, incluso tenía una hipoteca de $1,350 cada mes. And so, I mean, I was like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do here. What, what, where are you? Like, do you want me in ministry? Where, do you want me to move? How am I going to pay for my house? Le pregunté a Dios, ¿qué es lo que voy a hacer? ¿Cómo voy a pagar mi casa? Este, ¿Cómo vas a proveer? Right, how am I going to provide for a child now and a, and a wife? And I, you know, I'm not even at the pay I was at before. ¿Cómo voy a proveer para mi esposa y, y mi niña? Este, ni tenía el sueldo que, para ganar. You Me know, puse a pensar en que si iba a ganar el sueldo suficiente. And I can look back at that time in my life and, and remember, as I cried out to God, I prayed and, and how God moved and, And he provided, he met me there. Durante este tiempo, me acuerdo cómo Dios, este, me puse a pensar en la provisión de Dios y cómo Él, este, provió por todas mis necesidades. Right, so we all probably get in those, in the, in those places in life. Maybe it's a, a difficult marriage or, or something happens with our children or we lose a job, someone's sick and, and you lament. Tenemos esas etapas en nuestras vidas, este, por... Tal vez la pérdida de un trabajo, la pérdida de un ser querido. I was thankful to be, be studying this, this past week as, we, as you saw this uh, Orlando shooting where, you know, 49 people were massacred. Este, estoy agradecido con Dios que durante este tiempo estudiando este Salmo eh, sucedió el, la masacre en Orlando, donde murieron 49 personas. Right, instead of just kind of moving on, like I actually prayed and and tried to feel that pain and, and pray for people. Right, things like that should cause us to lament and pray and cry out to God. Right, other things like, you know, losing a loved one and, and or even if you saw this, this Stanford kid who, who raped a girl and only got six months, like those things... We should lament over them. Deberíamos lamentar aún cuando perdemos un ser querido. O, por ejemplo, casos nacionales que vemos en las noticias como un, este hombre que violó a una muchacha en la Universidad de Stanford que solamente recibió seis meses de condena. So what we learn from this psalm is that it's okay to cry. Lo que vemos de este salmo es, es está bien llorar. Right, we have permission to weep and mourn and feel sad. Tenemos permiso de Dios de llorar de llorar, estar triste. God can handle our tears and, and we can bring our pain to God. Que Dios puede tratar con nuestras lágrimas, nuestro dolor. This psalm also gives us permission to, to question God. Y este salmo nos da permiso para cuestionar a, a Dios. Right, when, when you're grieving and you're troubled, it's, isn't it a relief when you get to vent to someone? Cuando estás pasando por estas emociones, no es un un alivio, ¿no? Desahogarse con otra persona de, de lo que sientes. Right, that's what David's doing here. He's venting. He's venting to the, the father who sits on the throne. Aquí David se está desahogando durante, delante de, de, del padre en el cielo. And we see that God can handle our questions. Y vemos que Dios puede tratar con nuestras preguntas. 
So uh, the uh, way you, you can think about God is imagine a, a, you see a father and he's holding his child who's, who's kicking and screaming and crying. Imagínense como una ilustración que Dios es como un padre que tiene a un niño en sus brazos. Right, the, the father's not afraid of his child's kicking and screaming like it's not going to hurt him or do anything to him. Que el niño le, lo está pateando, está llorando. Right. Está gritando. What the father does is he, he comforts his child. He, he grabs them closer. El padre lo puede soportar. Este, lo consuela, lo corrige. Right, so that's, that's the picture of the father for us, right? He can handle our, our kicking and screaming and crying and we can come to him. Así es como es Dios que él nos puede sostener este, aunque estamos pateando para, para decirlo así. Él puede soportar este, y nos puede consolar. Right, you're not going to harm him. No lo puedes lastimar o dañar. Now, another thing we learn here is, is the truth that sometimes God will ordain or allow difficult situations or circumstances in our lives. La verdad que vemos aquí es que Dios a veces permite o ordena eh, situaciones difíciles en nuestras vidas. Right, so that we will lament. Para que podamos lamentar. Right, sometimes God will give us more than we can handle in our own strength and resources so that we trust in his strength and his resources. A veces Dios nos da más de lo que podemos aguantar en nuestras propias fuerzas y recursos. ¿Para qué? Para que podamos confiar en él, en su fuerza. I want you to hear that again. Sometimes God will give us more than we can handle in our own strength and resources so that we can trust in him and his strength and his resources. Reitero que a veces Dios permite situaciones difíciles que no podemos aguantar en nuestras propias fuerzas y nuestros recursos para confiar en su fuerza, para confiar en él. Right, that's what lament does. That's what's happening here with David. Eso es lo que hace el, el lamentar. Eso es lo que estaba pasando con David. Right, he's got no more strength, no more resources, and, and he's a, he knows he's got to cry out to God. David ya no tenía fuerza ni tenía ningún otro recurso. Listen to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 1.8 says something similar. Vamos a ver en segunda de Corintios capítulo 1 versículo 8 dice algo parecido. I'm not going to read the whole thing but if you want to go look at it later you can. No voy a leer este versículo completo, pero me quiero enfocar en ciertos ciertas palabras. Here's what Paul says, we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. And then it goes on to say, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. Dice Estábamos tan agobiados bajo tanta presión que hasta perdimos la esperanza de salir con vida. Pero eso sucedió para que no confiáramos en nosotros mismos, sino en Dios que resucita a los muertos. Right, Paul and David in these, in these scriptures were both burdened beyond their own strength to the point of death. Aquí vemos que David y también Pablo estaban tan agobiados, ¿no? Que habían este, perdido la esperanza de salir con vida. And they're, be, and, and they're brought to a place where they have to rely on God. Que son llevadas a un lugar para donde solamente pueden confiar en Dios. Right, so in love, God will, will send or allow difficult uh, circumstances or di difficult people suffering in our lives. Que a veces Dios va a ordenar este dificultades aún personas difíciles para tratar con nosotros. Right, to bring us to the end of our human strength. Para llevarnos al fin de nuestros recursos humanos, nuestra fuerza humana. So that we will trust in him and his supernatural strength. Para confiar en él y en su fuerza sobrenatural. 
y para traernos a una intimidad más profunda con Él. Right, so that we learn, so we grow to make us more like Him. Para aprender, para madurar, para ser más como Él. Right, so that's why we lament, right? We know that, all right, if this is happening in my life or around me, God has ordained it to shape me. He's, he's going to use it for His glory. Que Dios permite estas cosas porque yo sé que las va a usar para moldearme. So I, I'm not going to escape the pain right away, but I'm going I'm to see what God has for me, and I'm going I'm to feel it, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going I'm to ask God to meet me there. No voy a buscar la salida, sino voy a permitir que esto me moldee. ¿Cómo voy a buscar a Dios? But we can't stay there. Pero no nos podemos quedar allí. Right? You can't just stay in the grief and the pain. We, we must move to prayer. No te puedes quedar en el lamento. Tienes que ir más allá de eso. And that's where the second section is that we actually cry out to God here. Y ahora la segunda porción de este salmo nos dice que clamamos a Dios. Look, David begins praying. He questions God and he begins praying. Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. David estaba lamentando, pero ahora clama a Dios y dice en el versículo 3, el Salmo 13, Señor y Dios mío, mírame y respóndeme, ilumina mis ojos, así no caeré en el sueño de la muerte, así no dirá mi enemigo, lo he vencido, así mi adversario no se alegrará de mi caída. Right, so, so David's, the suffering, the difficulty that God allows in his life brings him to the end of his own resources He begins lamenting, he begins questioning God, and then he prays. Que el sufrimiento, la dificultad, lo lleva al fin de él mismo, de sus propios recursos, y comienza a orar. Right, consider and answer me, is, is he's saying, God, look at me, answer me, turn your face towards me. Dice David, mírame y respóndeme, o sea que Dios voltea su rostro hacia él. Right, he's asking God to, to light up his eyes, where his eyes are like near death and And bring life back into my eyes. David está pidiendo que ilumine sus ojos para no caer en el sueño de la muerte. Help me look beyond my present troubles and help me have hope. Ayúdame, ayúdame a ver más allá de mis problemas y tener esperanza, tener right. la esperanza. Open my eyes, Lord, so I can see your will and, and that you're sovereign and in control. Abre mis ojos para que yo pueda ver que tú eres... Tú eres soberano. Light up my eyes so I can see how you're using this difficult circumstance for my good. Ilumina mis ojos para que yo pueda ver cómo vas a usar esta situación para mi bien, o para tu bien, perdón. Right. So what do we learn from this? We, we learn that we should never uh, question God without going into, without, that doesn't lead us into prayer. ¿Qué es lo que aprendemos de aquí? Es que no deberíamos de cuestionar a Dios sino que nos lleva este, a la oración. Right, lament is meant to push us towards prayer. Pain and difficulty is meant to, to draw us near to God. Que el lamento, el, el dolor, el propósito de esas cosas es para llevarnos a Dios. Have you ever noticed that you pray more when you're in trouble? ¿Se han fijado ustedes que cuando están en alguna dificultad comienzan a orar más? Right, when the difficulty comes, we all become prayer warriors. Este, cuando la, la situación está muy difícil, somos, este, para decirlo así, guerreros de oración, oramos mucho. 
right? When life is easy and comfortable, that's when we kind of drift off and, and forget about God and we, we struggle spiritually. Cuando la vida es fácil y muy cómoda, nos olvidamos de Dios. Eugene Peterson says this. He, he says, prayer is the language of people who are in the worst trouble and know it. Dice Eugene Peterson, dice que la oración es el idioma, el lenguaje de, de un pueblo que está en una situación difícil e, y lo sabe y que creen que Dios es el, la única persona que los puede sacar de esa situación. And who believe or hope that God can get them out. Que, puede, que Dios los puede sacar de esa situación. All right, so what lamenting does is it helps us see that we're always in trouble. Que el lamentar nos muestra que siempre tenemos necesidad de Dios. Right, we're always in trouble without God. Que siempre estamos en, en una situación difícil sin Dios. It helps us see the, the sadness and the brokenness of the world and actually pray about it. Que nos ayuda a ver la tristeza y este quebrantamiento de, de, del mundo. Right, lament helps you look at the world, right, and, and have compassion for the brokenness that's out there. Que nos ayuda a tener compasión para el quebrantamiento que vemos este, en el mundo. So if you're not going through difficulties right now, if you're in a, in a, in a season of, of, you know, every, everything's going well, you, you should be praying and lamenting for others. Si ahorita estás en una etapa donde no, está, no hay una, una circunstancia difícil, deberías de, de seguir orando. All right. The third thing we see here is, is trusting in God. David moves from questioning to praying to trusting. La tercera cosa es este confiar en Dios. Aquí vemos que regocija y canta a él. Psalm 13:5. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Dice Salmo 13:5. Pero yo confío en tu gran amor. Mi corazón se alegra en tu salvación. Canto salmo al Señor. El Señor ha sido bueno conmigo. Isn't that an amazing transition now that David's now declaring his trust in the steadfast love of the Lord? No es una transición este increíble que estaba lamentando y ahora está confesando el amor firme de Dios. And that steadfast love, the word there in Hebrew is hesed love. Que la palabra donde dice tu gran amor es la palabra hesed. And it has great significance because it's the love that comes from, from God's covenant with his people. La palabra Gesed es este, la palabra que habla de su, el amor de, que tiene, la fidelidad que tiene Dios a su pacto. Steadfast love is loyal and unwavering love. Que el amor, el, este amor de Dios este, es firme, no es fluctuante. It's unstoppable, unbreakable love. Que no se puede parar, no se puede impedir. Right? It's never-ending, persistent love. Es un amor sin fin, es persistente. So he's trusting in God's never-ending, never-breaking love. Que es confiando en la fidelidad, este gran amor de Dios, este amor firme de Dios. And, and I, I imagine he, he's remembering God's steadfast love from, from Exodus 34, 6. Me pongo a pensar que tal vez David está pensando en este amor de Dios que habla, nos habla en Éxodo capítulo 34, versículo 6. It says in Exodus 34, 6, that the Lord passed before him, speaking of Moses, and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger 
and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiven iniquity and transgression and sin. Dice en Éxodo 34, 6, Pasando delante de él, Moisés, proclamó, El Señor, el Señor, Dios clemente y compasivo, lento para la ira y grande en amor y fidelidad, que mantiene su amor hasta mil generaciones después y que perdona la iniquidad, la rebelión y el pecado. Right, he's remembering the Father's, Father God's steadfast love that can't be broken. Este, se está acordando David de este amor firme que no puede ser quebrantado. He's remembering God's promises and believing them. Se está acordando de las promesas de Dios y las está creyendo. Right, and he's rejoicing in this expectation of salvation now. He, he knows God will save him. Que está confiando en la expectativa que Dios lo va a salvar. Right, if not from physical, at least spiritual. Quizás no lo físico, pero lo espiritual sí. And I love this. He's, he's singing about God's bountiful dealing. Y aquí vemos que David canta de la abundancia de, del amor de Dios. Right, isn't this amazing? Like, uh, that, that he begins, he goes from lament to prayer to now worship. No es asombroso que David comienza con lamentar y ahora está, concluye con, este, está, con la adoración. And you have to know, his circumstances have not changed. Fíjense que la circunstancia de David no ha cambiado. Right, he's, he's still at the brink of death. He's still running for his life. He's still suffering. Que David todavía está al punto de la muerte. Todavía está sufriendo. Yet God is meeting him in the middle of all that and, and strengthening his, his soul. Pero Dios lo encuentra en medio de eso y lo, lo está fortaleciendo. And even in prayer, uh, or even in, in deep suffering, David is able to, to confess that God is dealing bountifully with him. Aún en una profund, un profundo sufrimiento, David reconoce que Dios ha sido abundantemente bueno con él. Right, that's not what we would think. We would think, okay, now, God sent a chariot from heaven that scooped him up and took him to a castle and gave him a big old table of food and, and, and hooked him up, right, materially and 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 made him healthy and wealthy, right? That's that's what we would think. That's bountiful. Naturalmente, nosotros pensaríamos que que lo lo que es abundante es que Dios mandara un carro, no, y que lo que llevara David a un castillo y que viviera, que tuviera este seguridad, pero no, no es así. Right. So that oftentimes when we we think of God dealing bountifully with us, it's taking us out of out of the difficult circumstances and, and blessing us materially. Y muchas veces pensamos cuando Dios trata con nosotros abundantemente es, es algo material que prosperamos y nos saca de una dificultad. So what this reminds us is that we do not deserve anything from God. Lo que esto nos muestra es que no merecemos nada de Dios. Right? In fact, the only thing we deserve from God is God's wrath and judgment on us. Lo único que merecemos son dos cosas de, Dios, de parte de Dios, la ira y el juicio. Anything less than God's wrath is a gift. Cualquier cosa aparte de esas dos cosas es un regalo, es un don. And if we know God's salvation, right, and His steadfast love, God's dealt bountifully with us, no matter what our circumstances are. Si conocemos su, sal su salvación y su amor firme, podemos decir que Él ha tratado con nosotros abundantemente. Right, because we don't deserve anything and we get God's steadfast love. 
That's bountiful love. Que nosotros no merecemos nada, pero aún así Dios nos da su amor firme y ha tratado con nosotros este, abundantemente. And those, so this, this, this psalm reminds us that God has dealt bountifully with us. Que este salmo nos acuerda que Dios ha tratado con nosotros abundantemente. Whatever your situation, whatever your circumstances, if you know the steadfast love of God, God has dealt bountifully with you. No importa la situación, pero si conoces el amor firme de Dios, Dios ha tratado contigo abundantemente. And it was that steadfast love of the Father that sent His Son, Jesus, into the world. Es ese amor firme de Dios que ha mandado, que mandó a su Hijo al mundo. Right? It was the steadfast love that, uh, of the Father that, that, that caused, led Jesus to live the, the perfect life on our behalf. Es ese amor firme de Dios que llevó a Jesús que viviera una vida perfecta para nosotros. It was the steadfast love of, of God where, that Jesus dies the death that we deserve to die. Es el amor firme de Dios que Jesús murió la muerte que nosotros merecíamos. It was the steadfast love of God that, that raised Jesus Christ from, from the grave. Es ese amor firme de Dios que resucitó a Jesús de entre los muertos. Right, so Jesus in his steadfast love suffers and dies in our place. Que Dios en su amor firme, este, Jesús padeció y, y murió en nuestro lugar. And blesses us with his grace, right? His, his steadfast love that, that none of us deserve. Nos, nos bendice este, con su gracia y con ese amor firme que nadie merece. Right, because none of us deserve it. We, we, we all are sinners and fall short of the glory of God. Porque nadie lo merece, porque todos somos pecadores y estamos destituidos de la gloria de Dios. And yet God gives his steadfast love to sinners like you and I that don't deserve it and can't earn it. Que Dios da su amor firme a nosotros, personas que no pueden este, obrar para conseguir, para ganarse ese amor y ni lo merece. Right, remember that. Tell Remind yourself of the truth of the gospel when you're suffering and, and you'll rejoice and you will sing and, and, and you'll confess that God's dealt bountifully with you. Acuérdense de la verdad del Evangelio en medio de sus circunstancias difíciles y van a ver que Dios ha tratado abundantemente con ustedes. And so David gets that. And that's why he's rejoicing. That's why he's, he's trusting God. That's why he, he's singing here. I imagine him in a cave starving David captó esto por eso aún tal vez estuvo en una cueva a pesar de esto estaba cantando al Señor and this and the steadfast love reminds us that we can trust God y este amor firme de Dios podemos ver que podemos confiar en Dios so what is David doing right as he's praying as he's he's writing this psalm he's he's renewing his mind with truth ¿Qué es lo que está haciendo David David está renovando su mente en la verdad. I, I remember I used to I used to journal and uh, a lot of my journals started out with me with me crying out to God and by the end it was just like it was like a relief because I, I like I, I would come to my senses and I would be confessing truth by the end of that and that's what he's doing here. Yo antes tenía un diario donde yo escribía todos los días y comenzaba no eh, todos los días con lamento, pero me llevaba a la, a la oración. Right? He's lamenting. That lament drives him to prayer. That prayer, as, as he meets with God, 
drives him to worship. El lamento lo lleva a la oración y de la oración, la oración a la adoración. Right, and, and so his mind is being, his mind and his emotions are being shaped by, by the truth that he knows of God. Su mente y sus sentimientos están siendo este, moldeados por la verdad de Dios. And uh, one, of the, one of my favorite things that I always think uh, of is a, a quote from Pastor Tom Schrader, who is the founding pastor of Redemption. He says, what you know trumps what you feel. Me acuerdo de algo que decía este el pastor que fundó Redemption Church, Tom Schrader, que no no importa lo que no cuando lo que sabes este va más allá de lo que sientes. Right, so so truth right trumps our our feelings and our emotions. Que la verdad este domina es es lo que tiene la prioridad sobre nuestros sentimientos. Now the mistake I've made made I've made in the in my life is try to ignore the emotions and go right, right to truth. Lo que yo he hecho en mi vida es ignorar mis emociones y ir, e ir directamente a la verdad. Right? And what, what the psalm is teaching us is, no, it's okay to feel those emotions and then pray, and then the truth that you know about God trumps those emotions. Que nos dice aquí el salmo, está bien sentir ese, esa tristeza, ese lamento, pero nos debería de llevar a la oración y después a la adoración, um, confiando en el amor firme de Dios. And so that's what we've been learning as we've been going through the Psalms. I've, I've been talking about how the Psalms shape the way we think and the way we feel. Que los Salmos este, eh, moldean cómo nos sentimos y cómo pensamos. Right, the, this Psalm is reminding us of the truth of God's steadfast love, right? His, his bountiful dealing with us and so we can trust him. Que este salmo nos acuerda de la verdad del amor firme de Dios y que deberemos de confiar en él. And the psalm is shaping David's thinking. Y que también moldea el pensamiento de David. And the psalms are meant to shape our feeling. Look at look at how his feelings go from from despair to worship. Que también debería de moldear nuestros sentimientos, nuestras emociones que Pasa, David pasa de, de la desesperación y va al regocijo. So as we're learning to pray through this, through the Psalms this summer, we need to see that prayer is not just to, to get stuff from God, but prayer is how God actually changes us. Durante esta serie de este verano de los Salmos, deberemos entender que la oración no es para conseguir cosas de Dios, sino es para cambiarnos. Right, and if prayer is meant to change us, the, the Psalms are powerful because We're praying through the prayers of all these, these men who have prayed before us. Que la importancia de esto es que estamos orando con, cuando oramos con los salmos, eh, estamos eh, viendo la, lo que han expresado en el pasado. Right. And, and prayer moves us from mourning to rejoicing. Que la oración nos lleva del lamento al regocijo. It moves us from questioning to trusting. Nos lleva de cuestionar a confiar. And so I want to keep uh, encouraging you, challenging you guys to pray the Psalms with us this summer. Les doy un reto, ¿no? Que continúen este, leyendo los Salmos y orando este verano. I want you to pray a Psalm a day for, for the next nine weeks as, as the rest of the Psalm series. Que lean un Salmo cada día para las próximas este, nueve semanas. Right, go, go start. If you haven't started, start at Psalm 1 and and open it up and, and, and read it and pray through it. 
si no, no la han hecho todavía, comiencen del primer salmo. And here's what you do. Read piece by piece. Usually it's, it's broken up into chunks. Pueden leer este porciones. Read it and whatever it says, right, respond to what it says. Y cuando leen algo, responden en oración a, a lo que dice. If it's, a, if it's a lament psalm, for example, you know, uh, lament and, and feel the pain and, and pray for, for people who might be suffering in the world. Si es un salmo de lamentación, que oren para gente que están padeciendo este, bajo circunstancias difíciles en el mundo. If it gives thanks, give thanks to the Lord. Si es un salmo de acción de gracias, den gracias. Right, if, it, if it's a psalm that, that praises God in his, his majesty, praise God right there. Si es un salmo que alaba a Dios, alaben a Dios. Right, and as you do that, God's going to be shaping your thinking and your feelings. Y mientras hacen eso, Dios va a moldear, este, tu, van a moldear tu mente y tus sentimientos. I promise you if, you, if you make a commitment to do this, and if you miss a day, you're all right, miss a day or two, keep going, but God will, will meet you there. Yo les prometo que si hacen esto este, con mucha frecuencia, yo sé que tal vez un día o, o no, no lo van a hacer, pero yo les prometo que van a tener un encuentro con Dios. No one will say, man, that was a waste of time. Nadie va a decir, uh, qué desperdicia del tiempo. Right, so read the psalm, meditate on it all day, you know, maybe you're driving to work is, and you're on lunch break, just keep reading that same psalm all day. Cuando están en el trabajo este, o en su hora de lunch, el almuerzo, Read it, esto, que lean. read it with your, your spouse. Read it with your children. Every day, one psalm. Todos los días, un salmo. I, I challenge you to join, join in with this, and I'm excited to see what God would do. Lo desafío que, que hagan esto. Right? Because you have to realize that prayer is the way that we have relationship with God. Tienen que entender que la oración es la manera por la cual tenemos relación con Dios. Right, uh, uh, so think about a marriage. A marriage does not work if only one person talks. Imagínense, es como un matrimonio. El matrimonio no, no va a este, funcionar si solamente una persona habla. Right, if only one person talks, right, you, you got a one-way relationship that it doesn't work. It's going to fall apart. Si solamente una persona comunica, es una relación de una vía, no solamente. And, and so when, when we read God's scriptures, when we read the Psalms, that, that's God's word, right? All scriptures, God breathed. It's literally God's word, and, and he, it's how he speaks to us primarily. Y tenemos que entender que la palabra de Dios es inspirada por Dios, es alentada por Dios, y así se comunica con nosotros. So the Psalms teach us to listen to God. Y los Salmos nos enseñan a, a escuchar a Dios. Right? They're, they're written by men but they're inspired by the Holy Spirit. So they're literally God's words. Que los salmos fueron escritos este, por el, el hombre, pero son las palabras de Dios. And then prayer is how we talk back and commune with God. Y la oración es la manera de cómo comunicamos con Dios y cómo respondemos a, a Dios. So right, so if you only pray and you don't read your word, you're, you're like a spouse who, who talks but never listens. Si nomás oras y no lees la, la palabra, eres como una, una esposa que nomás Habla y no escucha. Right, or, or vice versa. O viceversa. All right, so uh, I, I just pray that you would do that. And I know it can be difficult to, to read and maybe you struggle with focus, but, but the way you learn to pray is by praying. You'll get better. Uh, les pido que hagan esto. Yo sé que es difícil a veces orar. 
este, para enfocarse, pero que lo hagan. Right, it might feel inconvenient, it might feel like it takes too much time, but, but nothing is a better investment of your time. Se va a sentir como algo inconveniente, pero este, no va a ser una pérdida del tiempo. Right, you can't know God, you can't trust Him, you can't rejoice in the midst of, of suffering and living in this broken world without prayer. Que no puedes conocer más de Dios y aún vivir en un mundo quebrantado sin la oración. All right, so hey, and uh, next Sunday we're going to start praying uh, every Sunday morning, 9.45 a.m. right here. Join us, pray, pray in community. El próximo domingo vamos a tener oración a las 9.45. Vengan, este, acompáñenos eh, teniendo esta unidad en la oración. Let me pray. Vamos a orar. Lord Jesus, I, I thank you so much for the psalm, for the encouragement it is, Lord. Señor, te, te, te doy gracias por este salmo, Señor, por este, que nos anima, Señor. That you're a, a good father, Lord, and, and that you can handle our, our crying, you can handle our pain and, and our tears. Que tú eres un padre bueno que puede tratar con nuestras lágrimas, Señor, nuestro llanto. Lord, help us deal with, with pain in a, in a healthy way, Lord, to to uh, bring our emotions to you, Lord. Ayúdanos, Señor, a tratar con el dolor de una manera saludable, Señor, y llevar esa carga a ti. I, I pray that pain and difficulty in our, in our lives and around us, Lord, would not uh, move us to try to fix it ourselves, but, but to come to you in prayer that, that you might move and you might bring healing and restoration. Señor, te pido por estas dificultades que no tratemos de arreglar esas situaciones, pero venir a ti, Señor, confiando en ti, que tú nos vas a cambiar. Lord, and I, and I pray, Lord, that, that that prayer would cause us to trust you more and more every day. Yo te pido, Señor, que la oración nos cause este, a, a confiar más en ti todos los días. That we would rejoice, that we would worship because of your bountiful dealing with us, Lord. Que nos regocijemos, Señor, en ti, en todo lo como nos has tratado tan abundantemente. In Jesus' name we pray. En nombre de Jesús. Amen. Amen.